Hello from CNN. I'm Afoma DK with the five things you need to know for Thursday, February 22nd. AT&T says service has been restored to all affected customers after a massive nationwide outage. The outage prevented customers from making calls, texting, or accessing the internet. The company says it's taking steps to prevent this from happening in the future. The Federal Communications Commission is investigating, and a U.S. cyber official tells CNN there is no indication malicious cyber activity caused the outage, which also knocked out 911 service in parts of the Southeast. Verizon and T-Mobile customers reported difficulties too, which both carriers said did not originate from their networks. President Joe Biden met with Alexei Navalny's widow and daughter in California today. Navalny's daughter is a student at Stanford University, and Biden is visiting the state for political fundraisers. To state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage, and it's amazing how his wife and daughter are emulating that. After the meeting, Biden told reporters that the U.S. would impose sanctions against Russian President Vladimir Putin, who he said was responsible for Navalny's death. The Russian opposition leader spent years criticizing Putin, which put his life in danger. He died in an Arctic penal colony last week, and his spokesperson says the medical report stated he died from natural causes. Vice President Kamala Harris is blaming the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade for spreading confusion and chaos across the U.S. Harris is traveling the nation to lobby for reproductive freedoms and stopped in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where she attended a roundtable discussion with medical providers, patients, reproductive rights advocates, and state and local leaders. Michigan's governor is a fierce ally of the Biden administration, and the state has taken steps to preserve abortion access and protect reproductive health care. Harris spoke out against an Alabama court ruling that frozen embryos are children. The vice president says access to IVF treatments is now at risk and depriving couples who want to start a family. So on the one hand, the proponents are saying that an individual doesn't have a right to end an unwanted pregnancy. And on the other hand, the individual does not have a right to start a family. And the hypocrisy abounds on this issue when you also consider that in the top 10 states with maternal mortality, there are abortion bans. A third fertility clinic in Alabama has halted part of its IVF treatment program following the state's ruling. Although the ruling doesn't prohibit IVF, reproductive rights advocates say the decision could make infertility treatments more expensive and discourage providers from offering them because they're afraid they could be held liable for wrongful death. Mortgage rates inched higher for the third week in a row. The 30-year fixed rate mortgage averaged 6.9% over the last week, up 6.77% from the previous week. This comes after the Fed indicated it wasn't planning on cutting interest rates just yet. Even though mortgage rates have come down from October's high of 7.79%, buyers remain wary. On the other hand, rent prices nationwide continue to cool for the sixth month in a row in January. The chief economist at Realtor.com says renting is more affordable than buying a home right now, and the inventory of entry-level homes is low. So demand for rentals is still very strong. Coming up, we're tracking the U.S. spacecraft headed for the moon. Hey, welcome back. The U.S. could land its first spacecraft on the moon in five decades tonight. About a week ago, the Odysseus lunar lander, nicknamed Odie, embarked on a historic journey to the lunar surface. Five, four, three, two, one, ignition, and liftoff. A SpaceX rocket launched it into the atmosphere. There's no crew on the lander, but the hope is that the robotic explorer will be able to check out the moon. 
and identify key resources before NASA tries to send astronauts there in 2026. But it could be tricky. Experts say landing on the moon is as difficult as teeing off a golf ball in New York and aiming for a small hole in Los Angeles. That's a wrap. Join us at 6 a.m., 9 a.m. and noon Eastern, and then again at 3 and 6 p.m. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.